1: Uh, Built Bar. Uh, You know, I I like to taste things a lot uh, and I like good tasting things. And sometimes it could be made of broken glass and I would be like, yeah, but it tastes really good. Is that a problem? Uh, Here's something that I have found that is really good for you and tastes really good. Uh, and I don't know what to do with it. Other, I mean, it's a candy bar, but it's healthy. I mean, I shouldn't want to eat it because it's low calorie, low carb, <laughs> high in protein, high in fiber, but it tastes so damn good. Uh, the flavor comes first at Built a Built Bar brownie flavor, the mint brownie flavor, the salted caramel, the cookies and cream, nine amazing flavors. Check them all out and save 15% off your first order now by using the promo code beck 15 at built.com. It's built.com promo code beck 15 Nomani, she is, I, I'm a big fan of her, she's the Vice President for Strategy and Investigations at Parents Defending Education, she's also the editor of the Indoctrination Database and FOIA work, she is the co-founder of Coalition for TJ, a group of parents and community members in Virginia. She also is a former reporter for the Wall Street Journal, the co-director of the Pearl Project with Daniel Pearl, and co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement. This woman is a little busy and has a ton of courage and I think a lot left over for others if you'd like to get some. She is with us in just about a minute to tell us the latest on the school board war, some good news also, The Tracking of Diversity and Equity Consultants. This we began to figure out once the feds got involved. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why would they get involved? She'll fill us in and give us an update. Azra Nomani in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Our sponsor this half hour is uh, Rough Greens. Donna wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, my wiener dog, Odie, is 15 years old, and up until recently, she would not eat dog food at all. I know. I I had a a dachshund, and uh, they'll eat anything besides their food, usually. Only human food would do. That's the way my dog was, too. She said, since I got rough greens, she's done exactly what you say in the advertisement. She licks the bowl clean every time. Sometimes she even just stares at me. I know what she wants. Rough greens. Uh, The coat is softer now. It's actually a he and he gained much needed weight. A 15 year old dachshund that needed to gain weight. Never heard of that. Uh, He can can even go up and down stairs where he couldn't do that uh, before. Thank you so much. Rough Greens. Donna, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for trying uh, Rough Greens and my best to Odie. I love Dachshunds. Uh, Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food and it contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils and antioxidants. Make a difference in your dog's life. Check out Rough Greens for yourself today. Your dog will thank you. Rough Greens. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping, and once you know your dog loves it, get a full pack and just watch the difference in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash beck. Roughgreens.com slash beck, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833 Glen 33 Azra Nomani is uh, with us, and hopefully, I think you have some good news for us, Azra
2: oh yes All I hope right. everyone's strapped in
1: yeah good good i'm I'm ready to hear some good news what is what is happening on the school board front
2: well what's fantastic is that we have this mama bear revolution just you know coming up in school districts around the country, and we have made the School Board Association back down from their threat against our parents. Of course, they, did, they issued an apology to their own members Friday night, one of those Friday night missives that they hope will get ignored, but mm-hmm. they don't realize we're all home because our kids are home, right? Mm-hmm. We're paying attention to everything. Um, you know, I don't think they got the memo or they forgot that little point about mom <laughs> having eyes in the back of our heads. Yes, right? Glenn. Like, yes. Like, you, you're an investigator, you're a researcher, but there, you don't even have anything on a mom, right?
1: Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> you really don't. You really yeah. don't.
2: And once, so, you know, we've got these mama bears, and I, 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 I think we all grew up reading a little Nancy Drew because we know how you got to follow the money. You have to find out the truth. Uh, we don't accept white lies, right? Mm-hmm. We don't accept this this kind of nonsense. And um, so what we were able to do last week was, you know, earlier we established really clearly that the attorney general had a conflict of interest with his son-in-law running a company that profits off of school board decisions, uh, The company called Panorama Education. And then with this great work that our mom-in-chief at Parents Defending Education did, uh, she sent Freedom of Information Act requests to every single member of the National School Board Association's Board of Directors, Mm. and they are all school board officials. So they're, as you know, their emails are open to public scrutiny. Correct. And so in those emails, we got evidence that... Um, The School Board Association interim director, Chip Flavin, acknowledged that he'd been in talks with the White House for, quote, several weeks um, before he issued the letter asking for intervention from the Justice Department. And voila, you've got this, you know, this this completely cooked up campaign then against parents.
1: So there's something new uh, as well. Um there is a uh new member to the National Assess- Assessment Governing Board. Are you aware of this? Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Um so so she was the co signer on this letter calling for help uh from the White House. Um and Ms. Garcia's her name and she um is the president of the National School Board Association. And so, conveniently, she was named by the education secretary, as we know, a political appointee in the Biden administration, to this much coveted, uh, role, you know, that, that now has oversight over school assessments and, uh, does a report card every year. And, and again, bringing it back to the money, um, the, the industry that has emerged over the last several years, particularly of this thing called education technology, mm-hmm. hi- hinges its work on assessments. And they cook the books many times. Like, it's very, um, very, you know, dubious. Some of their evidence-based, it's really not evidence-based. But it's it, it's very um, important that we... Um, we look at understand that these government appointments help private industry and and in some cases not for profits that are actually working for profit. Got another headline for you Glenn cuz I know you love breaking news. Yeah. Um, Chip Slavin, the um I just just up late last night investigating this, but Chip Slavin, the um interim president for um for the National School Board Association, he is actually has been an advisor to an education technology company and um the that company uh has um its founder is the chair of the commission that the, that Garcia was appointed to you've
1: got to be kidding me.
2: Yeah, I knew I you mean this it. is knew- <laughs>
1: just so incestuous
2: yeah, I knew you would understand you you I, I can see your mind working, connecting the dots and understanding exactly what I just told you. So, um, yeah, it's incestuous. and it's everything it's just traditional like gumshoe reporting that we have to do on this. and we have to remember always that school system that has your child walking through its doors is part of an industry. Like we have to always put now incorporated. Uh, You know, behind every like it's Fairfax County Public Schools Incorporated. It really
1: is. um, It's it's really disgusting that they hide behind these are public schools and we hate corporations because as as we saw with Common Core, a lot of the goals uh, that are being set now by these corporations in the guise of helping students. Is just to make better workers for those corporations.
2: Yeah, better workers, and then also build um, a market. Right. Yes. They're building a market. So this is the rest of the story that I, I, I definitely want to make sure that you um, we get time to talk about. So, so for the last four months, I've filed two hundred plus FOIAs with the public um, school systems in America and we created something that we've called the Consultant Report Card. And the last time I was on, I promised your listeners that I'm going to give them a top 10 list of companies to look for in their mm-hmm. school district. Okay. So we've got it. Go to um, defendinged.org and look for the Consultant Report Card. And one of the first um, blogs that we've got, their blog post is the list of the top 10. But but then beyond that, we've identified 200 plus companies and consultants that have raised over $20 million in contracts that we've documented. And and you know, Glenn, this is just tip of the iceberg. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, and the number one company is Panorama Education. Jeez. And so, yeah, and so right now we just dropped um, a, a piece in Real Clear Education that I want everyone to look at. Like, go to my Twitter thread and I'll, I'll, I'll tag you on it also. But Everyone needs to know, like this company, Panorama Education, as an example, they are using something called social and emotional learning to data mine your kids and psychologically profile them. And we have an example in our column today that I co-wrote with um, my colleague, Erica Sanzi, where you can see to nine students in Portland public schools, in one particular school, that one boy said that he was gay. Like, do I need to know that information? No. Does a company in Boston need to know that information? No. And guess what? They also are surveying the parents. So I know now, and you know now, all you've got to do is Google Portland Public Schools and uh, Panorama Screener survey results, and you will know how many parents self-identify as questioning, as non-binary, as transgender, and then heterosexual, since, you know, they count, too.
1: And this is all being done by the school district?
2: Yes. So what is happening is the school district, this big enterprise, is outsourcing to these contractors like Panorama Education this work. And what we found in Fairfax County, Virginia, is that they are able to bypass all these privacy laws that are put in place to protect our young people by, you will not believe this, they put into the contract that panorama education officials are deemed school officials Mm -hmm. and that's how they get access to Mm -hmm. the information
1: let me go back to the school board association the national school board association we have um, Pennsylvania Missouri and Ohio (laughs) now dropping out and saying we don't want anything to do with the national school board association uh, because of the the letter now with the news, not only of the letter, but the collusion with the White House uh, and uh, and the money that is being made. Um, and the I think it was a, a letter to protect that money uh, to the attorney general. Yeah. Uh, why aren't more uh, state school board associations Pulling out of the National School Board Association.
2: Yes. So they so these are the ones that have pulled out, as you said, but our number now is at twenty one states out of fifty, right? That have distanced themselves and reprimanded the National School Board Association for their letter. So this is like classic. Why wouldn't
1: why wouldn't yeah. they why wouldn't they pull out though? Why would they why are they just saying, Hey, this is a bad what do they get from the National School Board Association?
2: Yeah, you know, Glenn, it's the same machine, right, that Washington trade groups, um, pull on the state, uh, organizations or, um, or as you know, like, we do this in industry, we do it in public, uh, public office. Like, this is our public roles. Like, this is why the teachers union has such power, right, as a national. Like, they claim to represent the states. And these these are, I pulled the 990 on the National School Board Association. It's a multi-million-dollar uh, nonprofit, quote unquote nonprofit, right? Um, and they, you know, they get they this they just tell these uh, these uh, local folks, as you know, oh, we're going to represent you in Washington. We're going to lobby for you. We're going to get, um, you know, they, you know what they do? Like they get yeah. their their the language and the appropriation language. They get money funneled to the states, whatever you know, shenanigans they're trying to pull in D.C., they claim that they can do it better.
1: I have to tell you, I, uh, if you are a, a parent, you should go to your local school board and demand that they send the message to the state school board, you don't want anything to do with the National School Board Association. This is obviously corrupt. You now have two people uh, that you can point to directly. Uh, that are part of this incestuous, uh, I don't even a cabal, uh, that is his silencing parents and uh, mining our children. You've got to get away from the National School Board Association. And no matter if they, you really think that they're doing things, they must be taught a lesson. And that lesson will only be taught when they lose everything. They have yeah. to lose everything.
2: Nikki, um, our president put it really well yesterday when we were just chatting, and she said, "You know, they need a house cleaning, and that house cleaning is only going to happen when yep. the states revolt, basically, yes. and they say that we will not participate in this." war that you have launched against the very people in our communities that we were elected to represent.
1: I only have about a minute left. FDA advisors recommend Pfizer's vaccine now for uh, children ages 5 to 11. You know now that is coming as a mandate to our kids. This is not going to help calm parents.
2: Yeah, you know, Glenn, I have a 19-year-old and I just Thank the heavens that I don't have to take that decision that the, the, the parents of these young kids are having to navigate right now. Um, we have really failed our society in, on this public health message. We turning it into edicts and directives, and you know, much, much, um, much like the this you know top down on mm-hmm. school boards, you know, and trying to silence us mm-hmm. as parents, um, and so just uh, what we encourage is please everyone for whatever position you have advocate you know just you are the voices of your children and whatever conclusion you come to from that place of reason and love that you have as a parent please like overcome any fears that you have and look at watch the videos Just of school board meetings you know yesterday we spent the night all watching Loudoun County and it's yeah. And I I don't want to drop that bomb in the last seconds of our conversation, but but it's all indicative that, like, it just takes one parent, you know? In every situation, one parent courage is contagious.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Ezra. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. Let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins book. I want to read you something that uh, Paul in Pennsylvania wrote in recently, he and his wife said they felt like sw- salmon swimming upstream when it comes to passing their values and beliefs onto their 11-year-old son. Everything is so crazy, and they are constantly trying to capture his mind and his heart against really everything the family believed in. So Paul's been reading his son the Twiddle, Tuttle Twins books that I've been talking to you about. This is what he wrote that I thought was really important. It's, it's a blessing to have our values reflected by another voice. That is true. So true. And your voice, you are not alone. You are in the majority. There is strength in numbers and more strength in education, especially if you can make it fun and interesting. And the Tuttle Twins books do both. Tuttle Twins, they are an absolute household staple. You need them in your home. We can't lose this generation, and you have to plant these things deep in them, and Tuttle Twins is the best way to do it. They explain really complex things and make it easy and fun. 35% discount on their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com to keep your kids sane in a crazy socialist world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So there is a another story, Um, you know, the FDA is saying that Pfizer's COVID-19 clinical trial went well, blah, blah, blah. But there were only, I think, like 1,500 kids. I thought it was 2,000 and something like that. 2,000. Mm -hmm. So there is a problem with one of the 12-year-olds, Maddie. She got a clinical trial for COVID-19. Uh, the parents thought they were doing a right thing. Maddie, previously healthy, energetic, full of life, within 24 hours of her second dose was reduced to crippling, screaming-induced pain that landed her in the emergency room where she described feeling like someone was ripping her heart out through her neck. Mm. This according to her parents. Over the next several months, the nightmare continued, during which Maddie was hospitalized several times and suffered numerous systematic injuries or systemic injuries uh, requiring a tube through her nose that carries her food and medicine and a wheelchair. They document the parents documented all of this. The uh, principal uh, investigator for Pfizer at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, uh, where the vaccine clinical trial was occurring and Maddie was treated and admitted. They first tried to treat Maddie as a mental patient, saying that this was all in her head. Then they claimed that whatever it was, was unrelated to the vaccine. Uh, when that argument failed, Pfizer listed this traumatic adverse event uh, as functional abdominal pain when reporting it to the FDA. There are uh, there. There was a, a real effort to cover this up by the FDA. I'm not saying that the FDA is evil and there's no reason to get this and it's a dangerous drug. I'm just saying we have to be careful. It is our children we're talking about, not us and not those of us who are older and are most likely to die from COVID. It's our children. Be careful and do all of your research. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're the only ones doing this in the world, too, Stu. Let me tell you uh, about American Financing. Ten minutes can really change your life for the better. And nobody knows this more than somebody who gives American Financing a call. For the past 20 years, they've been helping people just like you get their financial houses in order. I don't need to tell you that of all the times to save money, now is one of the most important. The economy is in a tailspin. And uh, I don't know if you've been looking out the window lately, but the ground's getting really close. People who use American financing frequently find themselves saving hundreds of dollars a month, sometimes as much as a thousand. They're a family owned business with salary based financial consultants whose goal is to help you reach your financial dreams. Maybe it's a refi of your mortgage at a low interest rate or consolidation loan. American Financing is there for you, not the bank. Your future is at stake. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Don't
0: forget blazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. It's Glenn TV right after a brand new Stew Does America.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome. Tonight at 9 p.m. It is uh, a very important uh, episode of our Wednesday night special. It is President Biden's radical climate agenda. Uh, What's already in place? What's right around the corner? Nothing else rivals the climate agenda within the Biden administration. This is their main priority. Um, It is... It is going to cripple us. Honestly, it is why we are having uh, high prices with gas right now. That's their climate agenda. They canceled the Keystone pipeline because they don't want to have, uh, you know, uh, us using fossil fuels and oil and coal. And so what are they doing? They canceled and fired everybody on the, the pipeline, shut that thing down, and our prices started to go up. We we we're no longer energy independent. That's why the White House is having to beg OPEC to open up and sell us more uh, oil because they want them to do it, not us. And in doing so, putting the climate at risk by shipping it overseas. This is not going to get better because they are causing it intentionally. Do you remember when Barack Obama said, you know, five dollar a gallon gasoline would be a good thing? Mm hmm. Okay. I mean, they want gas prices to be through the roof. That way, they can get you to buy an electric car. The problem with electric cars is if you're getting your energy through fossil fuels, aka coal, you you're you're doing more damage to the planet then you are having a gasoline
0: engine uh, you know, powered car. And if it's not coal, it's likely going to be natural gas, which is also a fossil fuel, right. as some people might know. And they are,
1: they are cutting down on natural gas as well. They yeah. want to make sure that we stop with natural gas. That is one of the reasons why your fuel for your home to keep it warm. It's already snowing in some parts of the country, so you're already starting to see this. Um Your energy price to keep your heat going this uh, winter is going to be anywhere from fifty to eighty percent higher than it was last year mm. so it doesn 't i mean look this is this is the climate agenda. it is the new normal that they talk about you 're not going back unless these things are stopped. I want to show you what they 're doing tonight, what they 're planning, and how going green is the biggest scam in american history tonight build back better bankrupt how biden's uh, climate agenda is going to financially
0: ruin you i want more alliteration in this title
1: do you more good i got it i got it i I could do it i want it to be like seven b words in a row Uh uh-huh uh tonight i've got a b word for you (laughs) tonight 9 p.m eastern blaze tv.com and blaze
0: tv youtube by the way did you see the uh, new york times uh I think it was the Daily Podcast where they're like, how did one senator blow up Joe uh, Joe Biden's climate plan? Well, he worked with 50 other senators. That's how he did it. He agreed with 50 other ones. So right. there's 51. That's yeah, how he did it. I know. is not, not a mystery.
1: I know. And they came out and I think it was Bernie Sanders who said one senator right. this is not this <laughs> no, is not right one that. senator is not gonna go against the 49 49 to 1 that's not right no, no. it was 51
0: 52, 52 really 52 yeah.
1: to, f- to 48. 48
0: that's what it was yes and by the way you need 60 in any normal normal circumstance it's crazy but you're already bending the rules to get to 50 and you can't even get that because your plan is insane
1: so can can I ask you? Is there a bigger hero than Inez Cantor right now? Is there a? Oh yeah. I mean, this guy. I don't know if you've NBA been following player, while you've yeah. been gone, mm-hmm. but he doubled down again yesterday. He's been going after China and Nike. And by the way, this is truly very brave. Very. Brave. I'm so sick of hearing. Oh, he's so brave. They came out for the Biden administration and uh, wow, the bravery, uh, the bravery. And they came against white people.
0: Wow. So brave. So brave. No, it's not. Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving was the bravest guy in the planet when he was basically recommending that the NBA shut down over the George Floyd protests. But now that he doesn't want to get his vaccine, he's not brave at all. He's not brave for avoiding thirty five million dollars of salary that he could have because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. That's not brave. That's just silly. It was brave when he didn't want to play because of George
1: Floyd. Well, I will tell you this. It is the white man that is pushing the vaccine. The very old white man in Washington. Mm. and He's going to lose $34 million. (laughs) It's true. Maybe it's a racist thing. (laughs) Yeah, it is a racist thing. Of course it is. Uh, So anyway, uh, yesterday he comes out and says, dear Nike, stop modern day slavery now. Then. He challenged Nike founder Philip Knight, LeBron James uh, uh, and Michael Jordan's brand to visit these slave labor camps. And you'll see it with your own eyes. He tweeted a pair of shoes covered in fake blood with the words slave labor and hypocrite Nike. Uh, I I love this. Then he tweets to the uh, owner of Nike, Phil Knight. uh, How about I book a uh, book plane tickets for us? Let's fly to China together. We can try to visit these slave labor camps. You'll see it with your own eyes. Uh, everyone's welcome to come. See the problem? The problem <laughs> is uh, you might fly together, but. And as you're not back, you're not coming back. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You don't want to visit China right (laughs) now. You, you would be the last person that I would go to China with.
0: Uh, It would not work out well for you. It's about time. Somebody called out LeBron James too on this. I'm excited to see that he's been doing that as well. And it's like, Oh, he deserves every little bit of it. You know, I mean, I I think this is turning. I really do. I think the tide is turning. It's still
1: early. um, And we got a lot of work to do, but people are starting to wake up uh, and, uh, it's, I think it's
0: turning. I, I, you know, I, I don't know that it, you know, it's interesting. I think there is a group of people in our society, which I don't know what the percentage is. You said, what was it? Eight to 10% of yeah, the, the far the crazy. left. Yeah. The crazy like, left. I, I think it's a small percentage of people who believe this nonsense, who want, and what was the, what did the professor say the other day that, um, scientific rigor was just an, uh, uh. uh uh, an artifact of the white run yeah. society. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, no one actually believes that. Right. I mean, there might be five people in academia who think that only white people actually are smart enough to participate in scientific rigor. No, wait, but wait, like, hang on that's a, a racist standpoint. It's that a I, very racist standpoint. All of this I think is very racist. Th- yeah, that's what I mean. I think like there, you know, when it comes to the CRT stuff, when it comes to uh, the gender craziness, when it comes to you know acting like we should ban play uh and punish teams for criticizing Chinese uh, slave labor camps, camps. I, yeah. I mean, like that ninety nine percent ninety five percent I don't know what it is it's something like that of amer the American people inherently know that that's terrible and you made the point earlier of of when people see the side by side uh they start to 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 choose correctly mm-hmm. when one side is let's punish dad for complaining at a um a, a school board meeting because his daughter was raped by someone in a skirt in the girls uh, restroom i mean that is just like it's this stuff is so far and you hate to see the need for examples like this. But when people see these examples, they can't help but choose correctly,
1: I think. Well, so what's going to happen with McAuliffe? Because, um, you know he not only is tied right directly into all of the stuff of the school board, Mm -hmm. he's tied now into the statement that I don't think Virginians took very well with uh, Barack Obama over the weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, that this is, you know, rape is just hype. It's nonsensical to talk about that really. Yeah, that's a a fake culture
0: war battle. uh, Is it really? Hmm, Sounds pretty serious to me. So I don't think that's going to go well for him. But this thing is so close. It's close because this is a blue state. Virginia is not even a purple state People keep calling it a purple state. Occasionally, Republicans get close in these races, but it's been a while here. And, you know, this is a plus 10 Biden state. And if you view it through that prism, you should see McAuliffe, who's already been governor of the state, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. should win this by 10 or 12, right? Should, maybe eight. But every poll is showing that this is basically a toss up at this point. Now, is, at the end of the day, you're in a state that is blue just like we were in a state in California that is blue. And while it looked like Elder had a chance there maybe a few weeks before the election and it was kind of close, there was never a, I don't think a, it never got over 20% on predicted to, to win that race. I don't understand. Here, this is a, I think this is a, this is a closer one. If McAuliffe wins this race by two, this is a terrifying outcome for Democrats. And and I I think... One of the things you talk about trying to stop this multi-trillion dollar spending bill. There's a lot of ways you can try to do it. You can call your congressman. Eh, sure, that's a great idea. There's a lot of things you can do. But if there's any way you can participate in helping make Terry McAuliffe a loser in this race, you want to stop that bill, you will terrify Democrats if McAuliffe loses that race. Well, they didn't.
1: it didn't last time. I mean, the last time when we had the Tea Party movement... That didn't
0: really terrify the Democrats. I mean, you had the biggest wave election you've ever seen. Now, they had they had already pushed through their big proposals mm-hmm. there at that time. And that was part of the reason it was the biggest wave election we'd ever seen. But you had all those
1: local elections the year before, just like this, mm-hmm. that went away from the Democrats. And the Democrats
0: didn't flinch. They did push that one through. Yeah, and, and look, they they, I think they will try. There still will be a lot of them. They also had... 60 senators for that race they didn't need this is like they have no margin for error here and already you have multiple senators who don't want to go along with this i mean i think both cinema and mansion realize they're they're putting themselves in danger if they if they go ahead with this before this 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 bill cannot pass it can't pass because so many
1: things that are required uh for You know, the Great Reset are in this bill and it just can't pass, just cannot
0: pass. If you if you want to hear I mentioned the Daily, if you want to hear how desperate they want this, listen to the coverage from The New York Times about this bill. This is the greatest thing of all time. In fact, the only thing that might make it bad is that they've cut it. It was supposed to be six trillion dollars. And the fact that they cut it to one point five might be the problem. And I haven't actually cut it to one point five yet, but it's something between one point five and two looks like the out the last number, which means nothing because all of these all they've done is do accounting tricks yeah. to get this to be one point seven five trillion dollars. Yeah. So the number and is once you really started, You're not stopping it. Right. Once you start it, it's
1: done. Uh, and this is as important as the health care bill was as far as structural tr- change. And uh, this one is, I think, more important uh, because it has a lot of financial uh, tricks in it uh, as far as the banks, et etc. et cetera. Uh, You're not going back from this. And it's it's shocking to me how little people know about this bill. Uh, everybody's only talking about the number, the number. And if that's if if they are even aware of that, right. that much. And that is the least important part of this bill. That's
0: the least important part. Um, it's important. No, it is important. <laughs> it, no, it is important. I mean, real inflation. Inflation is, I mean, we're already seeing people no. revising their their uh, Jack projections. Dorsey came out and said
1: hyperinflation. Now, I personally think Twitter should ban Jack Dorsey for saying that because <laughs> that's, of course, misinformation, misinformation, yeah. financial
0: misinformation. Well, but. Jack, for all of the problems with his service, is a big cryptocurrency guy, big Bitcoin guy. Uh, and he believes in the, the risks of inflation. Again, he's a, he's a quirky character like a lot of these tech guys are. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is the same thing. I mean, Elon Musk is completely insane when it comes to the climate. He's building spaceships to escape the planet. Not just for climate, also for AI. ASI. Yes, multiple reasons. Yeah, multiple but again, reasons. like he's a, these guys are not uniformly good or bad typically. Yeah. And Jack is very good on that. He understands that. Uh, you wonder why he can't understand some of the other things that are blatantly obvious because going
1: he can on. have power and he mm. can bend it to his will in Washington. Let me tell you about our sponsor it's Lifelock. How careful are you with your online activity? How careful, really? Do you only use trusted websites? Do you, you know, have your computer and all your devices protected against cyber threats? because they come from all directions. Cybercriminals have only gotten smarter and more numerous as time has gone by, and it is vital that you and your family be as safe as possible. That's why I recommend LifeLock. Understand how cybercrime and identity theft actually affect your lives every day we put our information at risk online. LifeLock will help detect a wide range of identity threats, not everything, nobody can find everything. And they'll send you an alert. If they see something, they'll ask questions. And you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. That's a lot better than the, the old days where you were pretty much on your own. Right now, save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BEC. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BEC and save 20, 25%. You were listening. To the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I, I just don't see, even if the uh, Democrats in Virginia lose all five House seats uh, that are really up for grabs, um, if, they, if they lose those, the Democrats in, in Washington, D.C. are not going to change their plan. They're going to keep going for it. And and and, and I think you have to look at what has happened with the the support of their agenda. They they just won the presidency, you know, and and yet they lost record numbers. I mean, that followed uh, w- was following what the biggest loss in when was it two thousand ten? You're talking about ten. That was the biggest loss in about a hundred years. Yeah, you know. since 1938, and then this loss where they have no
0: coattails on joe biden no. now
1: joe biden
0: is totally different cratering Remember, just cratering I mean obama came in with a with a real mandate if you want to argue that yes. mandates exist he had 60 senators he won by a lot it was not a close election like Correct. like it was in 2020 with biden he had a major, major, you know, destruction of McCain, plus, you know, 60 senators. Yeah. Now, remember, he even with 60 senators, he barely got Obama through. He needed to hold on after Scott Brown won yeah. that special election. Um, they had to force it through in the, the dark of night, basically, to get that thing done then. And now, now they
1: have lost 10, and they, they have to have everyone on board everyone on board and they're having a hard time doing that i mean there is a mood of the country and they are ignoring it this is the glenn Beck program